Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Debbie, and I think we just lost Jennifer for just a moment. So we are going to wait until she hops back on here. And uh, maybe it's all that excitement that was being generated. We were just talking about the upcoming TEDx Women event coming up here in San Diego on December 2nd. So as we were waiting for the... uh, the queue for Blog Talk Radio, Jennifer and I are getting all excited and discussing the planning for this. So um, I'm sure she will be on here in just a second. And make sure I'm working here. So... Anyway, today, what what a perfect thing to have happen right now because um, we were just talking about signs from the universe and that's what the show's topic is today um, on missing signs and are we clear on what it is that we are receiving is in our highest good um, and... If you will just all bear with me while we wait for Jennifer to come on. Um, Anyways, today's show is about um, being, being in the flow and being aware of the signs that we ask for from the universe. Or God, or or whatever it is, whether you pray or you send out an intention that you are asking for. Sometimes we don't hear it clearly, or sometimes we hear it in we we may hear it, but it's not what exactly we were wanting to hear. So we ignore the signs. And signs to me can come in in any form. It can come from somebody talking to you. It can come from um, a message on a bumper sticker that you just happen to just, you know, like synchronicity, like you'll be thinking something and then you'll see a confirmation on a bumper sticker, on a license plate, on um, anything, any an actual sign or even, you know, you're walking along and you find a feather from a bird. I mean, just any anything like that are different um, um, little hi, signs. Oh, there you are. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. I don't know what's happening on my end of the show, but, um, yeah, I'm back. And Blog Talk, for everybody out there, we had gotten a message from Blog Talk not very long ago that if there was some troubles that we had to use a different number. And we haven't had any troubles up until today. So, um, and thank God I have a co-host. <laughs> I was just kind of grasping and, and doing my interpretation of the signs and talking about the literal signs that we see and asking. So, um, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Are you still there, Jen? Okay. Well, I wonder what this sign is about. <laughs> I wonder what the universe is telling us right now. Um, let's see. Well, before Jen came on, we were talking about literal signs that, that we can see from the universe. Um, and, you know, just I want to share a quick story. Yesterday, I always make it a point at least once a month to go to um, a garden, whether it's my local botanical gardens here in Vista, uh, the Alta Vista Botanical Gardens, a beautiful, wonderful place, or the Self-Realization Gardens in Encinitas at Swami's for all the local people who know where that is. And yesterday was my day to go to the gardens, and on my drive there, I 
asked for a gift. And I just uh, Okay, I'm back for, Okay, okay. I Can really, I really do story? not know what's happening here, but my our our studio has completely has completely locked up, so I can't even get into the callers right now. Um, I know there's a couple callers on the line, so I'm just trying to log out and log back into the studio and see if I can get back into there any point in time in the near future. So um, right now I'm calling in from a different line, so we should be good, I think, if the stu- if we can get the studio working. So. Do you want to continue or do you want me to continue? I was just talking about how um, the sign that I got yesterday or the actual gift that I asked for yesterday was at the um, Self-Realization Garden. And Mm -hmm. I went and had my moment and I sat there and I I just asked for a gift. And I sat next to the koi pond. Amongst all these gray pebbles was one white, heart-shaped rock. <laughs> so it was just so perfect, you know. I just I asked for a gift and there it was. And that that was my gift. And um that's what to me just being aware and open um you can see all these gifts. You can see all these signs and such. So Right. There and you go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reason that I wanted to talk about this today too is um are you missing signs from the universe? I notice that when I do a lot of readings and such, when I'm um, coaching people, when I'm doing psychic readings, a lot of times it reminds me of, have you ever heard that story? And there's kind of a joke that goes, uh, um, it's along the lines of the there's an area that starts to flood, and so everybody goes around and, and they start to try to evacuate all the houses, and they go to each house and they tell them, you know, you need to lo- move um, move to higher ground, the, the water's rising, we're worried about the dam breaking, um, we're here to, you know, move you out. And so uh, the one guy says, no, that's okay, I'm going to stay here, God will save me. And so mm. the next thing you know, the dam breaks, everything starts coming in, and uh, it, the water starts rising, and it starts rising so much that there's there's now boats, there's no place for the... the um, the the people to drive the cars anymore and they said okay you know it's like the firemen or something they say we're here you need to get in the boat you need to evacuate things are happening you know the water's rising and there he says no that's okay god will save me and so as the water continues to rise they gets to the roof he's now on the roof of the, the house and this helicopter comes down or comes by and they see him on the roof of the house and they drop down the ladder and everything, and they yell down to him and say, sir, you you must get on board um, or on the ladder. You you know, we're here to help you. You're going to drown. The the water's coming up. And he says, no, that's okay. God will save me. Well, then, of course, he ends up drowning. So when he gets up to heaven, he says to God, what happened? You know, I thought I prayed and prayed and, you know, I thought you were going to save me. And he says, I sent you, you know, I sent you the the fire truck. I sent you a boat and I sent you a helicopter. What more do you want from me? (laughs) So it's things like that that, um, and then when we get into the Bruce Almighty thing where he's driving down the road, that's one of my favorite movies, by the way. I absolutely Mm -hmm. love that movie. But when we get to the part where he's driving down the road, and he's asking for the sign, you know, God, please just give me a sign. And he gets him behind that truck and it has all the, the signs there and, you know, the detour, the turnaround, all that, the caution, um, do not enter, all that stuff. And he's like, just give me a sign. And he goes around the truck and crashes his car. Yeah. So these are the things that I wanted to talk talk about that people do all the time. And the interesting thing is, you know, I do do a lot of this work and, I'm not immune to it. Nobody's immune to it. It's something that we all experience. It's something that we have to be more aware of. We need to know why these things happen. And I'm writing a book right now on universal laws. And so I've noticed that a lot of people just, they either misread the signs or they just disregard them completely. So how do you know if you're missing signs? Well, one of the ways is, you know, things don't usually tend to go the way that you think. For instance, 
I'll use a personal story for me. Yesterday, I had a plan. I was going to do get up in the morning. I, I had started a new book. Everybody knows that I had started this new book. And so as I get up, I have this plan to do this book and, and write for a couple hours. And then I had a plan to promote my my other books. And I had this whole plan. Like I had a whole system lined out, right? And so as I get into the morning, the next thing you know, all these different things happening where they're pulling me off track here and pulling me off track there and I can't get anything done. I had two phone calls that literally took me almost two hours. I get after lunch and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like I didn't get anything done and it's really funny because people always say, you're so incredibly focused. Like how do you get this done? How do you get that many books done? And I'm thinking, I don't. I get phone calls that I'm on the phone for two hours. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, my point of this story is it turns out that the two phone calls that I ended up taking, they were not on my plan. They were. It, it made me feel like I wasn't getting anything done because I had a plan, which in my mind I needed to stick to in order to be, what? how do you want to say, proactive or in order to have my day moving forward the way that I wanted it to move forward in order to feel like I was doing something. And it didn't turn out that way. And so I was left sort of feeling well, I didn't get anything done. My point to that is I actually had gotten a lot done because during those two phone calls, I had covered a ridiculous amount of stuff that I hadn't meant to cover that day. I had actually found um, I had found something for my son, which I was looking for, which to hook him up with some, some people in training in sports. I had found a helper that I'm going to need some help with, with a, um, a psychic uh, workshop that I'm doing. See, these things were not on my agenda, but they definitely needed to be addressed. And so had I been, I guess I want to say, very close to the signs of these people just happened to come onto my radar at the right time, I would have missed that. And, and what could have happened was I could have ignored those phone calls. I could have decided I was going to call them back later. I could have, you know, not called them back when I did. And we wouldn't have had the things happen the way that we did. And that even goes a little bit further um, into the signs of the universe because what had actually happened is I kept, when I had gotten up that morning, I kept thinking I need to um, put, uh, my son was looking for an MMA trainer, and I kept thinking I need to put this out on uh, Facebook. And I thought, why in the world would I put this out on Facebook? Because that just seems very strange to me. My Facebook is filled with authors and um, people who are wanting, you know, spiritual enlightenment and all these different things. So why in the world would I put this out on Facebook? Well, I did. I thought, okay, I'm going to trust that I have this feeling for whatever reason, and I'm going to go ahead and and uh, do it. Well, so then I started writing on my book. Well, people started answering my Facebook, and this friend of mine had actually just seen an MMA trainer that lives in the town that I was looking for two days prior to that. She calls me and says, this is really weird that you put this out today because I just happened to run into this guy two days ago who doesn't even live in my town. And she says, and I never in a million years would have thought about having you call him had I not just seen him two days ago. She goes, so this is really strange, but you should talk to this guy. Turns out I end up talking to that person who ends up being exactly who I'm looking for. And then in the in, in the interim, this woman that I was talking to, this friend of mine, actually happens to be marketing um, and doing work for somebody who does something similar to what I do, and she can actually help me put out the products that I'm going to be looking to do. So in actuality, had I forced my plan upon myself, which I think a lot of people do, they force a plan upon themselves, then I would have missed all of these really cool things coming together by sheer bullheadedness, if that makes sense. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah. yeah. It's, funny, it's funny because there's all different kinds of signs for everything. Like you right. Like you were just now talking about, and it's like I started off with a completely different type of sign. <laughs> right. But well, it's, and it's there all is, about being aware. Yeah. for everything. But one of the signs that I'm particularly talking about, and I did finally get back to Blog Talk, and, and, and I do see the callers, and I'm going to bring you guys on in just a minute, so have you share your stories. But what I'm in particular ta- talking about is when, when I say, are you missing signs from the universe? The things about the signs from the universe are really 
those signs that you were talking about are excellent, wonderful, amazing. They they validate that spirit's listening to you. They validate all these amazing things and make you feel good that you have some type of connection. But what the signs that I really don't want people missing are the signs that make life easier. Mm-hmm. So universal signs should really be making life easier. And so you should really know how to pay attention to them, know how, you know, know how to notice them, know when they're coming into your life and know what to do. So that's the kind of signs that I'm talking about. So that's what they're supposed to do. They're there for a reason. They're not just there to, you know, just be there out of nowhere. They're there to make life easier. Now, secondly, people should always have a plan. This is another thing that I want to get to after we talk to some callers, but um, what I notice also, when you're trying to get somewhere in life, what I'm really seeing a reoccurring thing with clients and friends and family right now at this point in time. So I, that makes me think a lot of it's astrological. But a lot of people are trying to get somewhere, and every time I ask them, well, where do you want to see yourself, or have you thought about this? Have you basically made a plan? Do you have a plan to get from point A to point B? And um, they'll say, no, I haven't really thought about it. And I'm like, well, you know, how do you how are you going to get there? How do you how do you get to to from point A to point B if you don't have a plan? You need to have a plan. Okay, so let's say you've written the plan. All right, I I know where I want to go. I'm I'm point A to point B. I'm heading that direction, and things happen like they did yesterday, where um, I had a plan. I had a plan to write, and I have a plan. I have a deadline to get this book out, and uh, I'm moving along this plan. And, and, and working from home is very hard, so you want to stick to a really pretty good schedule, right? But I veered off my plan the whole entire day. I didn't write one word, but I got a ridiculous amount of stuff accomplished. Why? Because when you have a plan, which I feel is a good thing to do, you have to be open to whatever comes your way. You cannot be closed and determined to stick to your plan because when things start going awry and you need to, things come up and you need to handle certain things or talk to certain people or you need to stop what you're doing and leave and go do something, you know, a lot of times this is, uni- this is the universe's plan. And the universe's plan many times doesn't match your plan. In fact, a lot of times it doesn't match your plan. But... It's good to have a plan to start with. It's good to have that as the basis, you know, the as basic stuff. And and what I kind of call that is it's good to have a rough draft and and not make your plan a blueprint. Because if you go to a blue if if your plan's a rough draft, you can change it, you can alter it, you can be more flexible. If your plan's a blueprint, everybody wants to follow the blueprint. Well, that's not what it says here on the blueprint. No, you said you were going to use these here in this corner, and that's not going to work. And if you do that, it's going to mess up the whole structure. You know what I mean? So you cannot have a plan that is just so solid that you're not working with anything else, if that makes sense. So let's take one of the callers and see if I can get them through on the air. Um, We have an area code uh, 913. Can you hear it? Yes, hello. Hello. How are you tonight? I'm. We're a little kind of frazzled from the start of the show. It was kind of weird, <laughs> but good. This was not hey. our plan. This was this was the universe's plan. <laughs> there you go. It's another lesson in rolling. Roll, roll with. Yeah, it, right? it absolutely right. was. It was like, Debbie, you're on. Go. <laughs> that yeah, was the universe's so. plan. <laughs> Work on her speaking skills and her yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how, what's happening? What? How can we help you? Well, you know, I was just listening with such interest to what you were talking about with paying attention to signs, and mm-hmm. you know, you're so right on the money about, you know, not only having a plan but kind of being flexible, and I think. You know, this past year I've always been a person kind of with a plan, and mm-hmm. this this year has really been a lesson in, well, gee, that's not that's not working, stage left, you know. Um, let's do this. Right. Let's try that. Right. So, you know, and, well, and I and have with a, that, I, yeah. With that, um, I want to know, just before we get into that, have, have you found that you're doing this yet because this is the next step? Have you found that it's forcing you to think out of the box? Absolutely. 
Okay. Absolutely. And to be open to possibilities that I never would have entertained before. Which is right along thinking out of the box. That is so huge, so huge. But go ahead, and, and I'll add on to that after. Well, I was going to say, I think when you throw into the mix, um, at least in my situation, a lot of people around me who are dealing with some very serious illnesses at the moment. Mm -hmm. And um, it really, it's a fine line to walk between having the plan and being flexible. Um, You know, I have a friend who's um, probably terminally ill and you know, there are days when I'm loaded with things to get ready for. I've gone back to school and, and you know, I'll be on, well, just like you, you know, be on the phone for two hours or what have you. Mm-hmm. And you can't be upset with yourself because those moments are precious, you know. Well, they are. And what happens, what people don't realize, and, and I didn't realize at the time, I definitely realized it after, was... There's things that, that that you're supposed to be doing and coming into contact with certain people in, in events that you're supposed to be involved in that we don't know about, you know. Yes. So we, 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 there's things or that we've even asked for. The two things that happened to me yesterday, I, I had been asking for, you know, please help me help me find a trainer for, you know, to help my son. He's, he's been re- working really hard. This isn't working out for him. And he kept running up against block after block after block realizing two things. After he was running against all these blocks, the universe didn't want him to go that way. So what did we do? We kind of got together and made a different plan. Let's look for a personal trainer. So then I cool. followed my intuition. So I followed my intuition and said, okay, if we're going to do this, my intuition keeps telling me Facebook, Facebook. And, I, and my mind kept saying, that's too weird. Why would I do that? But I followed it, put it out there, got in contact with somebody who fits that 280. It, it, was, it was so synchronistic the qualifications that this guy had because my son was looking for a specific background and a specific Uh type of area, and he matched it to AT. I swear to God, it was like God made him up and set him there. The other thing with that specific thing was um, I had also been concerned about taking over. I have a lot of people asking about doing a psychic workshop, and this is something I'm also working on besides doing this book, and I've been asking for help because I'm starting to get so overwhelmed with all these amazing people and things that we're doing that I, I'm needing help at this point. And I thought, all these people need this, but how am I ever going to get it to them if I don't have time? Hence, my wonderful friend that came into the picture and goes, I'm totally doing that right now. This is what I do right now. And I would do- totally do this for you. I'm so excited about it, in fact. And I have all these Aww. ideas. And I'm like, again? packaged her up with a little bow and dropped her on my doorstep. <laughs> and so it was, it, you know, and it was interesting, my initial reaction. I do this for a living, and my initial reaction was, geez, I didn't get anything done on that book. I, I had gotten away <laughs> from my plan, you know, right? And I just, yep. I thought that yep. that was amazing. But the other thing, Absolutely. too, which which um, I want to bring up since we're talking about thinking out of the box and I'm glad that you had noticed that that works for you is people who end up, uh, the universal laws don't work in the way that um, all the other laws work. So when we make a plan, we kind of follow through with it and we have these steps and, and we roll forward. Well, the universe doesn't think very uh, direct in the way that it's constantly thinking out of the box. You're constantly having to right. adapt. So working right. with the universal laws for everybody doesn't work if you're very comfortable doing what everybody else is doing. Right. Exactly. If you're, if you're, and I, yes. Go ahead. Yes. And I think I think also those things don't work if you are a person who's got to have a whole bunch of control, right. you know, over over everything in every Again. situation. Yes, they, it doesn't work if you have to have a lot of control and it doesn't work if you want to do what everybody else is doing. For all the amazing callers out there and listeners, um, yes, this whole show with working, you know, trying to work with the universe, which is the direction we're hoping that you'll take, yeah, it doesn't work for you if, if you really need to have a lot of control. It, it just makes you panic and upset. It doesn't work very yes. well if you... If you um, really are comfortable doing what everybody else is doing because, again, it, it doesn't work very well in that way. It actually gets you thinking out of the box. 
So um, I'm going to get into that a little bit, but it w- it, thank you for calling. Um, did sure. you have a question, or were you, were you just well, sharing? Well, I, I, just, I just sort of wanted to ask very quickly, you know, the past year was a pretty rough year, pretty mm-hmm. tumultuous, and um, I, I'm just sort of wondering, is is this coming school semester and what have you, are things going to ha-ha-ha settle down at all a little bit? I know they're going to be very busy. Yeah, it, well, um, um, when you say the next school year, you're talking about September? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're talking, talking about the about whole the entire year. Um, it feels like the fall stays kind of the same, but it feels like it gets better towards the spring. Great, great. Yeah. Well, thank you very so, much. You're welcome, hon. We'll talk you to you You both soon. have a great night. Thank you All right, for calling. You Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for everybody else out there, too, um, you can call into the show if um you want to if you want to if you want to share a story or whatever and you can call in to 760-283-0832 i find it really ironic Debbie that we started doing this are you missing signs from the universe and i literally just vanished from the show and you have to take over because i don't know about the listeners how much they know about you and what you're doing but we've been trying to move Debbie in the way of more public speaking. <laughs> and you keep happening. You just happen to keep falling into these very major public speaking roles. Don't you find that very ironic? Yes, <laughs> very much. And and uh, I must apologize because I feel like I totally choked. And <laughs> you know, and I thought, okay, and I even I stopped, and I'm I just kind of okay universe what's the lesson <laughs> it, and it's it was hilarious so funny. and it's hilarious and i find it very ironic that that happens and thinking out of the box but um when you get into doing a lot of public speaking a lot of radio um believe you me you just tend to start recovering from those kinds of things very quickly um i'm sure you did fine next time it happens god forbid it happens on the show again but when it happens again and you have to jump in and try to you know take over it it gets easier each time it's just kind of comes with the public speaking thing but thinking out of the box let's get into that a little Mm -hmm. bit although i just find that just hilarious what that happened on this show um yes and i I love (laughs) that you asked the caller that too she is absolutely faced to think outside the box as we all are yeah well, and this is what I this is the thing that I started noticing. Okay, so the premise of the show is I'm starting to notice that a lot of people are not noticing signs that are um to sum everything up. They're not noticing signs. Even myself, I, I am getting signs and I'm going that direction, but when you start veering the direction of the signs, don't feel like you're not being productive. That's the other thing. Don't feel like you're not being productive. Have a plan but be flexible. So understand that um, when these things happen, it's moving you in a direction that must be addressed. You just probably weren't ready for it at that particular minute or hour or day. <laughs> so, right? Then it was just like you want this morning or today, this <laughs> afternoon. So anyway, um, but the, the next thing to think out of the box is I, I was also talking to another friend. I love telling stories so that people can relate to how does this relate to my own life. And I was talking to another friend that I I found this very interesting. She says to me again, which I know we've talked about this, but it cracks me up every time. When I the more books I write, the more people are just like, "What are you doing? Like you're just crazy time with these books." And I wish I was as focused as you. And it makes me laugh so hard because in my little world, I'm I'm hijacked by the phone for two hours like that. So I'm thinking I'm not focused at all. But anyways, as um, that happened, she goes, I have as many books as you do, and, and you know, that you have out, they're just in my head, and they're stuck there. <laughs> I can't get them out. And and I said, um, well, why not? And she says, well, I just can't seem to get started, because a few of the things is when you write books, and you have to have the editing and the covers and all of that, um, when you do an ebook or whatever, it usually runs around $500, if for anybody out there wondering, um, for cover design, editing, and all those things. And when you're on a very tight budget and you're trying to move forward in your life and you're trying to pay the bills, sometimes that doesn't work very well. It's, it's a little bit harder. And she says, you know, one of the things was money. Well, she happens to know that she she can do covers. And one of the big no-nos when you do ebooks is don't sign your own covers. However, 
if you are in a place where you need to just start getting your word out there or residual income, you know, in that instance, I would think outside the box. I would design my own cover, and that's why I told her. I said, well, then just design your own cover and get it done and replace it with the funds that come in from the book. And she goes, I never thought of that. And I said, absolutely. And then she says, well, what about the editing? And I said, why don't you talk to these people about trading? There are so many editors out there that will trade right now, and she has some skill sets that would definitely um, be tradable skill sets. And I said, why haven't you talked to these people about trading? She's like, well, I never even thought about it. So, you know, have a plan. See the end, but think out of the box. For everybody out there, just like I said before, the universe does not work in a straight line. The universe does not work in in the way that probably most of your friends and family are working, you know, as far as going to work, follow this, follow this, follow this. Because what happens is the masses of the people out there, they're very bullheaded and stubborn in sticking to their plan and moving forward the way it is. They're very unflexible. They're very unflexible. Mm -hmm. So they force themselves to ignore the signs and move forward in a direction that their mind, that they feel, they bully their way through in what they feel is correct. And I'll tell you what, the universe knows so many things that you have no no access to. It knows so many ways to pull people together, so many opportunities you don't even know exist. It knows so many of these things. Why would you want to limit the creativity of what it is? And and we're going to take another caller, but I want to you, – you're really going to laugh at this one, Debbie. I was watching – um, Hotel Hell. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But oh, no. I watch these shows with Chef Ramsey because they're fun and they make me laugh. And um, so I was watching one the other day, and this is very synchronistic to what it would be like to work with the universe and without the universe. Well, this guy happened to have a chef that he micromanaged so much in his little hotel that he would not allow the chef to create their own menus. He, he he forced them to do it a certain way. He forced the pricing a certain way. And long story short, it, it, it was a horrible um, dish and menu that the people complained about was too much. But the guy insisted that it be this price and insisted that he cook it this way, and he would never allow the chef to have any creativity. So what Gordon Ramsay did was, he had him cook the dishes they'd been cooking, and then he had him cook what he would put on the menu had he had his own creativity. And so he put both the dishes in front of the inn owner, and one of the, the dishes that they'd been serving, he obviously knew his cook had done. The dishes that the cook had made up on his own wonderful creativity, he said that Chef Ramsay said he had done them himself. And so when the innkeeper ate both the dishes, he loved the new dishes, loved them, thought they were amazing and wonderful and couldn't believe how great they were, thought Chef Ramsay was amazing, and he said, I have something to profess to you or to tell you that your chef made up these dishes and he cooked them himself. Aren't they amazing? And what had come out of that was what I try to teach people all the time is, he said, what do you think of that? And he goes, well, what I think is I stifled this guy's creativity by my forcing upon him my vision. Mm-hmm. So you cannot force upon the universe your vision and have it work out in a flawless, nice, wonderful manner in the way it's supposed to if you're never open to being flexible. It just won't work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to be able to trust that the universe has all these amazing opportunities. You need to be able to trust that these things will potentially work out in a really amazing way. And you may not know how, but you need to trust that, that the way the universe works is always in a positive manner. It just is. It's, it, unless your intention is to have something really horrible happen, if your intention is to move forward in a positive direction, that's the way that the universe will intend to work with you. And so that's really important to know. And so we're going to try to take another caller on here and see how we're, Blog Talk is treating us. We have an area code 703. Hello? Aloha. Hi, how are Hi, you? Hi, Jennifer. Hi, yes. this is Anne. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, how are you? I am good. I, I love your show and uh, have not read your books yet, but 
I plan on doing that soon. Oh, good. You have to actually, Anne, um, now that you called into the show, uh, one of my books, Soul DNA, the Ultimate Collection, is free tomorrow, and that actually is a combination of three books. So you definitely want to go download that because it won't cost you anything. It's it's on Kindle, right? Yeah, it's on Kindle, but you can okay. get the Kindle I don't app. Have, I don't have a Kindle, but I know that I can get the, the app on, on the computer. You can get the app. So what, yeah, so what can we help you with? It's funny you're talking about chefs because I'm a personal chef. I was just listening to you talking to your guest. But um, as far as the signs of the universe, I see, I seem to be more open to the signs of the universe now than I was before, and I am getting a lot of signs about writing the cookbook and 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 doing more healing within myself. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I I do understand the the trusting and, and allowing things to happen when they're supposed to happen, and not to be impatient. Because I think mm-hmm. that's going to happen, and I don't know if you if you read that in me, if there's anything. Again, being yeah, a chef, and I'm you're a, a retired teacher, and I'm still loving being with the kids, but I also think I have the psychic intuition ability as well. You do have the ability, and what I feel like your cookbook is supposed to be about, and when you're heading in that direction, you had used healing in a different reference than I actually seen, seen it. Um, I feel like your cookbook is supposed to be a specialty area of actually um, more like um, uh, healing with food, um, healing with food mm-hmm. recipes, things that are healthy for different types of illnesses or different things. These th- these dishes are high in this, which are good for cancers or this or whatever. These dishes are high in this. So it, it's more of a, it's actually healing with food. Okay. Okay. Have you thought, do you, because I feel like you have a knowledge of what dishes really contain a lot of, like, I keep seeing green things. I don't know what they contain, but some antioxidants or, like, some green leafy things that you cook, like, I'm feeling like um, you know a lot about different, you know, different uh, vitamins and minerals and just oxid- antioxidant things that contain in meals and that you can really yeah. put together some good dishes with that. Does that make sense? It does. I, I also have this inkling that I, because I've taught school before uh, mm-hmm. that about writing cookbooks for students, for for young people mm-hmm. as well, because you're healing mm-hmm. their their thinking way of how to eat since they really mm-hmm. don't know how to eat well. Is that mm-hmm. also something you see? Absolutely. But I keep seeing a theme of you, like, healing with food, healing with food. It okay. just It's a theme with you. So everything seems to be health and healing related, but showing them how to do things in a, in a healthy, healing way with food. Okay. So you see, do, do, does that, do you see what I'm saying? It makes sense. Do, do you see the, do you feel the intuitive psychic um abilities as well. That comes through in the food stuff. And see, this is the thing that I'm talking about when I'm telling people to think out of the box. People don't realize, like when I write in particular, I write intuitively. When I do my shows, they're all based on intuitive hits. And and this probably makes Debbie crazy, but she can attest to this. I don't schedule my show until I get an intuitive hit on what the show should be. And so I basically don't come up with a show. Like today, it was the day of. And and, and she's a planner, and I should be more of a planner. But I, I don't put the show together until I come up with something. My books. I have three books, but I only, on my laptop, but I move towards the one that I know this one's next. This one's what people need. And I feel like your writing is going to be very intuitive, and you're going to be very in tune. So you're going to use your intuitive psychic ability in a different way. You're also going to be able to use that with food and what people need and what really correlates to different illnesses and different things and different energy boosts and different things of that nature. That's where your intuitive senses are going to heighten to a crazy level. Okay. 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 All right. So Thank it's you kind so of much. like that's a little bit different than the traditional, yeah? Do you see what I yeah. mean with yeah. the thinking yeah, of the box? Yeah. Well, I, I okay. see that, and I also see it being different and in, in, in it being an interactive type of a, a cookbook. Yeah, like that's you're amazing. There, you know, so yeah. So anyway, good luck but with thank that. Thank you so much, and good luck you're with your You're welcome. Book. Thank, thank you. you. All right, bye bye. Okay, so that you know, I think that that's the thing is a lot of people, and I know that you've known people that have done this over the years. Deb is they get a hit on something. 
but their mind directly goes to, but it should be exactly this way. And then, and, and you've probably had this happen. I know I have. But then later it oh, yeah. a different way that has a relation to it, but it's not exactly how your vision went. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, totally. <laughs> Firsthand, I experience it all the time, especially, you know, right now with growing the Bloomies business and, and getting into the um, the for workshops and such. And that's so true. What you say is you're thinking this should happen this way or I should do this, but it helps. When you talk about it and you share your ideas, because then you hear it from other people. Well, I can see this, this, and this. You know, like like our caller Anne just called in, and now I just feel like you just kicked the door wide open for her creativity, and mm-hmm. she can now see a lot more and encompass her cooking, her intuitiveness, like kind of like 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 healthy coaching and, and things like that. Right. Right. Um, but, and, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it's interesting how a lot of times when you get an intuitive hit, it's an intuitive hit, but it'll develop into something different than you maybe thought. That's, again, how you want to stay flexible. That's, again, how when you feel like you should be doing something, you really need to be open to what opportunities come your way. So a couple of ways that you can tell. How, are, how can you tell if you're missing signs from the universe or signs the universe is sending you? One is life seems to be really hard. Things, it, everything's hard. You know, every, it feels like you're constantly in a battle. You're constantly forcing against everything and everyone. That's a, that's a huge sign that you're missing signs from the universe. You're just missing them. Um, you, you can't, you cannot be on that road where you're battling things and people and in plans and relationships and bosses and and your day. You can't. You if if you're in that constant battle you're you're missing a lot of signs from the universe what what is happening at that point is you're being very bullheaded and forcing your day to go a certain way forcing your relationships forcing your job forcing everything when everything becomes a battle that's because you're forcing 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 things too much you're not allowing you're not getting you're not sitting back and allowing to see how things are unfolding you're in you're in such a mindset that you're going to force a certain outcome that that isn't what your intentions are and you will battle all day long. So that's one of the ways. Is, is your life, is your day, is it really just a struggle, is, is things going really hard? Um, the other thing is, do you ever look back and go, you know, see miss missed opportunities that you probably should have noticed? Um, missed, missed things of um, even past relationships that people told you, you know, I... I, I tried to tell you this or I tried to tell you that or you should have seen this coming, you know, things of that nature. That means you're, again, you're not being very aware and you're being you're not being open enough and you're trying to force a certain vision of how things are going to go. So basically, you know, those things are very t- telltales. The other thing is, is your life basically going the way everybody else is around you and, and you kind of feel like you're one of the masses and you're sort of just feeling like sheep. You're feeling like everything is very repetitious, very um, routine, very the same, like very Groundhog Day. You've seen Groundhog Day, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. the same thing, was it Bill, Mur- Bur- Bill Murray, um, where it's kind of the same thing over and over again. That's not how the universe works. Um, that's how we work. That's how people, that's how human nature works. That's how um, the physical world works. It, it likes repetition. It likes the same thing over and over again. It likes routine. So that's another way that you can tell that you're missing signs from the universe. Are you not getting to where you want to be? So are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling like nothing's moving forward? Like you're treading water. Like it, that's, again, the Groundhog Day Syndrome. Nothing's progressing forward. Do you feel like it's just you're never getting ahead, whether it be with money, whether your relationship's not progressing, whether your job aspect is not progressing? Do you just feel like you're never getting anywhere? You're constantly in the same place. You're treading water. That's another sign that you're missing signs from the universe. These are really, really easy signs to tell. Um, So... Those are some easy things. What do you do? Um, how do you work with the universe? There's another. There's a bunch of different things that you can do for that. 
one of the things we've already talked about was you want to make a plan, any plan, any plan at all. If you're listening, any plan, put it on a napkin. I don't know, you write it on your mirror, just <laughs> any plan that you want to do something, anything to move forward, just put it down, put it on paper, put it on a napkin, put it on your lipstick on your mirror, put it somewhere, but sort of have at least a rough draft of what you want changed and where you want to go. And the other thing to work with the universe, because, see, why do you need a plan to work with the universe? You need a plan because the universe follows your thoughts. The signs in the universe and the way that that works is that they follow your thoughts and they follow your energy. So when you make a plan, wherever it may be, when, when you make a rough draft, your thoughts change and your actions change. The whole process changes and it moves forward into the future with creation. And the reason it moves forward into the future with creation is because your thoughts and your energy and all these things start to wish for a different picture, start forming pictures of things you want to happen in the future. All these things start to happen to make creation happen. And so that goes out into the universe, and it can get a hold of that and work with that. It can mold it. It can, it can help you. It can help you make this picture and the thoughts and energy that goes out. If you make no plan at all, what happens is your mind goes directly to the things that are happening in your life every day that are repetitious over and over and over again. So then what do you think about? Oh, you think about tomorrow's going to be just as bad as today. Um, oh, tomorrow's just going to be as boring as today. The weekend's going to be the same because we do this every single weekend. Uh, got to do laundry. Got to go to the grocery store. Got to make cook supper. This is repetition. And it will create, create, create over and over again the same thing. So people need to understand that you're always creating. So are you going to create something new? Or are you going to recreate like Groundhog Day? Are you going to recreate, recreate the same thing over and over again? Or are you going to create something new? So that's where the plan comes in. The plan comes in because it creates newness. When you don't plan, your mind goes to what it knows, and it knows yesterday, and it knows today. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want a rough draft, not a blueprint. Um, so when you make your plan, you need to be able to be flexible. You need to be able to move walls and change fixtures and do all these different things. You need to be able to, you know, work with a 2x4 instead of a 2x8. I mean, you need to be able to have a rough draft, not a blueprint. Um, Blueprints are not flexible. They're not movable. It doesn't work very well. You need to get rid of mind clutter. Mind clutter is huge. And um, why do you need to get rid of mind clutter, which is one of your fun topics that you like? You need to get rid of it because what happens is mind clutter is basically all these thoughts that are jumbled energetically, but it also mind clutter begins to take over your energetic. And so when the the energetic is all cluttered like that, it makes, you become murky in a sense. Your energy field, the energy and your thoughts in your mind kind of become murky, like like murky water, and so it becomes hard to, to... get signs more clear, and then even when you're getting signs, it gets, it gets hard to see them as well or understand that they are signs because you are you feel, like, not as focused. You feel that um, you're, you're like you have ADHD or something and you keep thinking your thoughts are going from here to there to here to there and you forget what you were doing. And so you have this mind clutter going on. So how do you get rid of that? Um, you have to rid yourself of scattered energy. And there's two ways to do that. There's a, a there's a spiritual way to do that. And well, they're both spiritual, but they're both physical too. So we'll just cover all bases. Um, one of the things is you do a meditation, short meditation. Visual, call it a meditation. Call it a vis- visualization. I don't care what you call it. But um, I have bubble meditations on my website and in some of my books. But basically, what you do is you sit down in a chair, two to five minutes. You imagine, you know, everything clearing out and just sort of clean slate, like wipe everything off your energetic field until it's clean, and then make a uh, a creative plan forward. How do you want tomorrow to look? How do you want the next six months to look? Just anything. Pick something. Pick one subject. Any, you know, for, for me, a plan would be, for instance, I want to have 12 books out by the end of this year. Do I know how that's going to happen? 
mm, I can't, I'm going to try to write. Do do I know it is going to happen? No, I have no idea if it's going to happen or not. But that's my plan. That's my goal. I have something to move towards. So the universe has something to grab a hold of and work with me on. So um, I do when I do my meditations, for instance, I will sit down and I will imagine that by December, by the end of the year, that I've released my 12th book. So that's the sort of thing. You rid yourself of scattered energy by releasing all the other stuff and just go into the future and go into tomorrow and go into the tonight and wherever and see it happening the way you want it to happen. The other thing that you want to do to rid yourself of mind clutter, and this is going to sound really weird to people, but it, it, I, I kid you not, this works. I use it myself consistently. I, it was shocking to me how well this works. And that is using incense or um, you can use sage or any of that kind of stuff. I don't like sage because it's too smoky and it makes me cough. Um, but I do like incense. Sandalwood's the best. Um, you can get like uh, ancient incense, anything that's sort of wood smelling. And you want to burn that around your working area, around your home, around your, where you're at. People do not realize, and this is something that I don't get into too much with um, the, the spiritual shows and regular shows, but um, a lot of energy, including negative energy, will occupy your space at home and different things. And they'll attach itself to you in a, in a way that um, it just makes you not as focused, that makes you feel a little bit mind clutterish um, when you go out. And it's sort of a cleansing ritual. The way that you want to take a shower, you want to clear your energetic field. So every day I burn incense in the morning and in the afternoon um, around my computer and while I'm working. And every time I do that, it's amazing to me how much more grounded and focused I am. It does two things. It grounds you, but it focuses you. Because what happens is the negative energy or anything that's not positive and clear in my field, um, it, it doesn't like the incense, so it just clears out. So you will clear a room with incense, and it feels amazing. Um, I... I I've done it both ways. I've written without doing incense, and I've written with, and I will never go back. I'm trying to figure out how in the world can you burn incense in your car. I'm not really sure you can do that. (laughs) I think I have to get, like, oil for that, sandalwood, but clear your energetic field physically with incense. So those two things will help you get rid of mind clutter is the meditation and the incense. And the last thing that you want to do to work with the universe in a better way is you want to, well, first of all, you have to, with this one, you have to release control. But the last thing that you want to do is you want to go with the flow, whatever's easiest, whatever just feels easier. I mean, if it's, it's, you know what, this writing thing isn't working today, let's do it tomorrow, then do that. If it's, you know, um, I cooked a really good meal yesterday, I'm going to throw a microwave dinner in today, do that. Like sometimes it's just work. It's working towards what feels easiest. Now, if it's something that you want really badly, I don't suggest just giving up. I, I suggest being persistent because there's not a whole lot of things that people want really badly to push through, things like that. Like if you want to go to the Olympics, of course, you're going to be have to be persistent. If you want 12 books out at the end of the year, you're going to have to be persistent. But there's some days where you're just going to have to let go to whatever's easiest at that moment in time. So that, does that make sense? You know, there's yeah, a balance detaching, there. detaching from the outcome, right? Detaching from the outcome, yeah. And um, just mm-hmm. working towards, you know, what's easiest in, in it, that that day. Um, the other day for me, it definitely wasn't writing. It was taking those phone calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that moved me forward. Um, and we have one last caller that we'll go ahead and take. So we have a, a, a few minutes on the air left here, and we'll see if we can get them on. We have area code 262. Hi, is this Jennifer? Yes, how are you? Oh, hi, Je- hi, Jennifer. This is Gina. I um, chatted with you a little bit on the metaphysics chat room. And I have a couple oh. of your books that I really enjoy, uh, Soul DNA and Intuition and Psychic Ability. Nice. I, I think they're nice reads. They're easy reads. They're understandable. And um, I'm a therapist, so I, my people that I work with that like this kind of stuff, you know, we process, so it's kind of fun. So nice. I was just calling um, for, 
for myself. Um, okay. I um, have so much that comes in um, in all kinds of ways, and sometimes I have a difficult time honing in on what I want to specialize in. Okay. As far as career, you mean, or just in life in general? <laughs> um, yeah, life in general. <laughs> okay, because when it comes to male female relationships or writing, go ahead. Um, I said there were two things I got with you right away. One, um, which I'm actually, it's very synchronistic and universal that you called, <laughs> because one thing I had forgot to tell people, um, which you reminded me by, by this phone call, was uh, when people get into spiritual work and they start really becoming in touch with their intuition, I do know people that start following every sign that they get. Like literally every single sign that they get. They're just like, oh, this must be a sign. Oh, this must be a sign. And they cannot make any decision unless there's a sign, there's a sign, there's a sign. And, you know, you know people like that? And that doesn't do you any good either because we do live in a physical world. So um, that's where that plan helps is to basically have an outline of a plan and what you want and then have the signs that come with it. So you have to take somewhat of a control over where you want to go and then allow the signs to come in. You don't want the signs to take over your plan of where you're going, if that makes sense. So you want to have a direction and then allow the signs to help you get that place. You don't want the signs to create your direction for you. That doesn't work. And you'll end up zigzagging all over the place. You'll go here, then you'll go there, and then you'll be like, this isn't what I wanted over here, and I'm not really sure. And so I feel like you really get flooded with a lot of signs, and then you get back and forth between the two. And I feel like part of your problem is um, you haven't really committed to a direction, per se, so you kind of fall back on what, what the signs are. And not that you're doing the whole airy-fairy thing, which is what I was talking about, but you you have a combination of just being really in touch with your intuition and, and following it, and but yet you haven't concreted, a, you know, you haven't made a direction, you haven't committed to a direction yet. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. And so you need to really commit to a direction of what you think that you want. And, and the way that you do that is something that we talked about on some past shows is, well, what would enhance my quality of life? What would make my life better? What do I feel like would make my life better at this point in time? What enhances it? What makes me feel good? And that's the where where you start. You Because everybody's wants and needs are different. Um, some people it's location, some people it's relationship, love, money. Um, you, money should never be that. Oh, man, anybody listening, that should never be it what money can, what you feel like money resembles and can bring you, like freedom, whatever, that is good. But money itself is paper, it's nothing. Okay, so I really feel like you need to decide what would enhance your quality of life and pick more of a direction and then allow the science to help you along in that direction. Is there anything in particular that you're having trouble with the direction of? Mm-hmm. Is anything in particular? Uh, um, well, personally, there's one thing. Personally, male-female relationship for myself, you know, I, I have difficulty with that because I get so much filtered in with that that I get confused in in what in my dating and relating. Okay, whether you should be when you say male-female, whether you should be dating male or female, or be a little more specific. No, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm saying I. I having a male come into my life. And so okay. I get confused of the messages that's in front of me sometimes. I, I don't see sometimes what's going on. And then I I don't, I, it's like I have, a, I have a hard time filtering things when it comes to dating. Okay. Filtering things such as? Is this person authentic? It feels authentic, then all of a sudden they disappear, and then they come back and tell me this is how they really feel, and then they disappear again. And for whatever reason, for myself, I have a harder time than I do working with other people through their stuff. Okay. That's another thing. Um, first of all, I think that your read on people has been completely off. And secondly, every 
type of person that you've dated in the past, I definitely think you should throw all those people out the window because you've dated okay. some really people that did not match your you at all. And okay. so this is a really good question because what I want to point out to everybody else who maybe might, might be in your predicament is dating especially, you need to, that's another thing that you need to sit down and make a direction on where do I, what do I want in my life, what would enhance my relationship status. Two things, when you concentrate on finding a relationship, which I don't think you, you do all the time, but for anybody listening, if you concentrate on finding a relationship and that's what's going to enhance your life, um, that's a problem, and you will draw in a lot of different random stragglers. It's It becomes like the watch pot never boils. You cannot focus on just bringing love into your life because it doesn't work like that. You have to distract yourself with some other things that would enhance your life that you can do for yourself. You have to, you know, enhance yourself as far as career and travel and all these amazing things you want to do. And when you're not looking, love comes and slaps you on the, you know, arm and says, hey, here I am. That That is how that works all the time. Second, so you want to make sure that you're, you're not making it a focus. Secondly, be, before it comes over and slaps you on the arm, you want to decide what kind of person that you want in your life. What are the top five qualities that you want in a person? Have you ever sat down and figured out what the top five were? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to make sure those are the things that you want to kind of have on your checklist. And I feel like you have the top five things, but I feel like a lot of times people will come into your life and they won't match that and you'll date them anyways. Okay. You know Sometimes what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't feel like you're necessarily you're getting all mixed signals I, it, mm-hmm. to where your intuition, you're not filtering through it correctly, but I feel sometimes mm-hmm. you're just overlooking the things that you had committed to what you wanted. Okay. So you're just going, oh, I can overlook this a little bit, and maybe I can overlook that, and then by the time that you're dating them a little bit more, then you're in going, wait a minute, this doesn't feel anything like I thought. Now it's changed. You get to know them more. But had you really stopped at the beginning going, this person doesn't match most of these qualities, you wouldn't even got that far into the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so make sure that you don't settle, that you don't settle. But... You really need to find some other stuff in your life, too, that is really enhancing your fun and and your quality of life and just living that you're loving that you can do for yourself because I feel like you're also cutting corners in that area. You're kind of cutting corners on, you know, what makes you happy and and what, what an amazing person that you are. Women tend to do that a lot. They tend to downplay what they have to offer because, um, they just don't think that they have as many things, so they kind of go into relationship feeling that way. When they're doing things that they love and they're enjoying doing in life, they tend not to be so hard on themselves. If that makes sense, you know? Does yeah. that? Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, so I, I feel like you need to stop cutting corners for yourself and more treat yourself to just some better things in life that you would like to do for yourself and start okay. focusing in that direction, and then your list guy will kind of come in. Okay. Okay? That's cool. All right. That's, that's exactly what I need to do, have more fun. <laughs> yes, you do. And, and people underestimate that. They underestimate that greatly because the opposite sex and even the same sex is attracted to people who are having fun and just have fun just doing whatever. When they have that energetic of I just enjoy myself no matter if I'm here having a glass of wine or I'm at the water park or I'm people watching, people are so drawn to those people. They they become magnifying, you know. So, okay, well, you have a wonderful day. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the reminder. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, I just, she even feels lighter now. Yeah, yeah. The whole and energy people just totally shifted. Right. And people don't realize um with that's one of the number one biggest mistakes people make with relationships is um they really want relationships in their life and it's funny because I'm working on that book on universal laws and I'm actually I break it down into what the law is and then how it affects your love and how it affects money. 
And so I break each chapter, each universal law down into love, money, and what the actual law is. And um, love, it, just to wind this up, I I'm, don't even know why we're throwing this in here except for that it makes sense to this this call. Um, when it comes to love, I, I, I knew this. Um, I had a friend one time that she was constantly being disappointed in her relationships and she was feeling like she was never loved the way that she felt like she should be loved, you know. But what what I noticed about her from the outside looking in and, and what what works with universal laws is love doesn't come from outside of yourself. And that's what people look for when they look for a relationship. They look for somebody who they feel makes them feel loved. So they meet somebody and they go, oh, that feeling's back. It's in my chest. It feels good. I feel all warm and fuzzy and love and, oh, my God, I'm loving this. But that person didn't give you that love. That feeling came from inside of yourself. And the way that I tell people that they, they're they like, well, that that doesn't make sense. Have you ever had somebody who said, even if it was in grade school or middle school, that said that they liked you or loved you, but you didn't feel the same way back? Mm-hmm. Have you? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> if if you actually got it, if you got love from other people, if if that's where it came from, so that you're constantly looking for other people to give you that feeling of love, if that actually happened, those people who who express their undying love to you that you didn't reciprocate, you'd still feel that way when they were around you because they're showering it, they're expressing it on you, they're telling you about it. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's not how that works. Love comes from within your own self. So those people just tend to somehow you bring it out of yourself by looking at other people or by resonating with them. But you can pull that feeling of love up into yourself by just loving all kinds of things. You can love your friends. You can love your family. You can love that you don't have to walk 40 miles to get water. You can love that your car works today. You can love that you got a bonus at work. And it can bring up that same type of love feeling. And what happens is it it starts um, opening the heart chakra. When the heart chakra starts opening and you can and you can get to the point where you can feel that love feeling with all different kinds of things in your life, you will draw love in immediately. But if the only way that you think that you can get that feeling of love in your chest is by another male or female person, you're in some trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It it just it doesn't work that way, um, and, and you're going to be disappointed often. And so opening the heart chakra and realizing love's all around you and you are part of love um, just the more you can exercise that heart chakra, the more you can open it, and the more you can open it, and the more you can open it, you will radiate love. People will be drawn into your life. Relationships will be drawn into your life. People who want to love up all on you will be drawn into your life. It's it's crazy how it works. You become a love magnet. Well, so, yes. Yeah, you become a love magnet. Maybe that should be our next show, Love Magnets. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that one. Maybe Maybe you won't have to take over on that phone call. So, isn't that fun? So, hopefully, with all the craziness, um, we kind of pulled that show back together on uh, Are You Missing Signs of the the Universe is Sending You? So, please join us next week, next Wednesday. I'm going to try a different call tactic next Wednesday so you don't have to panic and take over. (laughs) And... Um, stop by Debbie's uh, website, ilovebloomies.com. Stop by mine, hawaiihealings.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter. We interact with everybody on both of those accounts. And join us next Wednesday at, well, I guess it's 2 p.m. Hawaii time and, what, 8, 8 Eastern time? And yeah. 5 o'clock Pacific time, right? Join us yeah. next Wednesday and for the Jennifer O'Neill show. And we will see you next time. All right. That was fun. All right. All right. Aloha. Take care. Bye-bye.